Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hi guys, welcome back to our episode on Testimony Tuesdays. So this episode is part two of obedience. We will be touching base on this topic and we hope that it inspires, it uplifts and it seeds into your heart and for you to understand the importance of being obedient. I have lost my voice guys, so I do apologise if it sounds weird. I'm still the same person, it's Natasia just to let you guys know. Now, back into the episode. Um, By nature, as humans, we like to rebel. We were born into sin. So it's easy for us to be disobedient because this is what was at the start. Understand? But it, just because it's at the start, it does not mean it has to continue. What's wrong is not always right. You know, sometimes see who you are as a person and think, you know what? I need to change. I need to make these amendments in my life because being obedient to God is the best way. Now, last week, we didn't really touch upon um, steps towards being obedient. So this episode, we'll be talking about like important stories in the Bible in which we're able to um, learn from and apply in our own lives. Right, guys. So the steps towards being obedient. I hope you have your pens and your paper because this is important. Okay, so every single time you write anything down, make sure that you are reading over it again because having it once, what will that even do? It's like being in the gym, right? If I do one um, rep of abs, that's just it. I need to be doing two, three, four reps to really see the um, results in my life. Right, so the first one is read your Bible. Read your Bible. How on earth are you supposed to know God and what he's asking you to do if you're not reading his bible the bible has ample amounts of examples about obedience and the importance of being obedient for example Ruth the the other day I read Ruth and it was a very inspiring story she was obedient to Naomi and because she was obedient to Naomi incredible things happened for her she found a husband you know he was able to help her in all kinds of ways she was blessed And the most important one as well from this story in which I took from it is as a result of her being obedient, David and Jesus was able to come as a result of that. Now, what I spoke about in um, part one of obedience is that we are linked to, everybody is interconnected. We're all linked to people. If you you are not doing your purpose and if you are not doing what you're supposed to do, it may cause someone else to not be able to fulfill their own purpose. So what are you doing currently that you are not supposed to be doing or you are supposed to be doing but you aren't doing that is causing other people to not be able to have their purpose? For example, because I like examples, If God is telling you to have a channel on YouTube, yeah, you are able to inspire so many people from that channel that could then prompt them to go ahead and make their own channel or prompt them to go ahead and do their own thing to help them on their journey with Christ, right? So it's just really, really important to understand that you need to read your Bible if you are doing things on your own accord. But if you're doing things according to God, then it will be, it will be forever. It will be 
an abundance of joy forever, not short-term enjoyment, not short-term um, gratification, understand? So yeah, take away from, from this podcast that sometimes if we do things on our own, it's short-term, but with God, it's long-term. Thank God for that. Now, Hallelujah. number two, be doers of the word and not just hearers. How are you supposed to be obedient if you're not actively being obedient? Obedience is not just reading the um, Bible. You need to be able to do what the Bible is telling you to do. If you're not doing what the Bible is telling you to do, you are missing out on the point of actually reading the Bible in the first place. What I wanted to um, touch upon is that sometimes as Christians, um, is that they tend to pick and choose. You can't pick and choose and then say, you know what, I'm a Christian. No. The Bible says, love one another. He says, keep my commandments. He says, respect your parents. But you're picking and choosing it and saying, you know what, I can't love this person because they're so-and-so. I can't do this because of... It's not, like, stop making excuses. Stop making excuses and do what God is telling you to do. In Matthew 7, 21, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the, the um, kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of God, does the will of the Father, will enter heaven. Come on now, guys. Come on, you need to be hearing this. You need to be hearing this. Do the work. Do what you're supposed to be doing. Just because you have read the um, Bible and you have a checklist every day and, and say, you know what, I need to pray. I need to read the Bible. No, that's not enough. You need to, it's not a checklist. This is, this is not a checklist relationship. This is a relationship where you respect what he says and you do what he says. Amen, Tushoy. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes, Natasha, I do agree with you because if he's saying to be doers of the word, obedience is you proving and demonstrating your love towards God. Love is doing what God has commanded you to do. One of his commands was, was in 2 John 6 where it says to love one another, just as you heard at the beginning that God has loved us. So if you're saying that you love your neighbour, if you're saying you love your brothers and sister, why are you not speaking to your brother and sister? Why are you not forgiving your brother and sister? You know, obedience is demonstrating and proving that you have faith in God. It's proving that you trust God. It's proving that when you obey him, that you're putting all your trust and your effort into him. So if you're supposed to be doers of the word, why is it not applying to your life? Why is it not applying when God is saying to obey your parents? Why is it saying when you're supposed to honor your mother and father, you're not honoring them, you're being disrespectful, you're not talking to them, you're not communicating with your family because you're still holding grudges? That's true. And that links into um, point three about like, to be obedient, you need to hear from God. And I feel like in this world, right, as I've been telling all my friends this past few weeks, there's a lot happening around us and we're speaking to a lot of people which could kind of like hinder or it could hinder or like dilute what God is trying to like tell you. It could hinder or dilute what God is trying to tell you. Because a lot of the times, right, we are speaking to people, we don't know where they're getting their information from, understand? Yeah, that's right. Sometimes these people who we're talking to, they don't have God as their main source of information and they don't have God as the person who's speaking to them or even have God point black period in their life. Yeah. Because I'm not telling you to not take advice from people because obviously there's a lot of people in this world who have knowledge and and have experiences in which we're able to learn from but if the source of this knowledge and experience is not from god then you are taking advice from the wrong people and the wrong person so if i was you i would just think you know what who around me is talking to me and kind of like not allowing me to be obedient to god because in part one we spoke about how sometimes we have 
friends around us who may cause us to be disobedient to God. Yeah. So it's important to really like, like how am I able to hear God? How am I able to allow him to speak to me? Like, am I asking God to even speak to me in the first place? How can I hear him if I'm not asking him to speak to me? Because sometimes he's speaking to us, but we ain't trying to hear what he's trying to like tell us. Yeah, exactly. And people around you, they you will know if they're giving right advice or not because it will not allow you to make yourself be in conflict with another person. Why are your, is your friend telling you not to forgive this person? Why is your friend still holding the grudge against the person? And because they're your friend, you're now holding the grudge against the person as well when the person did not do nothing to you in the first place. Yeah. So all of that is not of God. God wants us to love one another. God wants us to be able to, if your neighbour comes to your house and be like, you know what, during this COVID-19, I've run out of sugar. Are you able to give me some, please? You're supposed to say, yes, I can help you. But if you're not learning to remove those things from you, because, you know, in 2 Corinthians 7, it says, because we have these promises, dear friends, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit. Let us work towards complete holiness because we fear God. Amen. So if you want to walk in holiness, if you want to cleanse yourself, you need to remove those things that is stopping you from hearing from God because you need to understand we don't learn obedience overnight guys mm. it's a lifelong process that a we're journey. pursuing journey. to be making it a daily goal so like mm. when Natasha said don't let it be a, a checklist let it be a daily goal that you know what every day you're saying to yourself you know what today I'm going to learn to be obedient to God today I'm going to learn to be obedient and do something that's going to be positive you're going to have friends in your life that don't want you to succeed mm. they're going to give you bad advice when mm. you know they're giving you bad advice they might tell you um, example Natasha spoke about the YouTube thing mm. now if your friend is telling you don't do it why do you need to start it right now it's COVID-19 just relax no no. that is bad advice because your friends will put telling you you know what it might be COVID-19 right now it might not be where you want to be right now but do it anyways let's see yeah. where it goes let's see how far it will take you that is somebody that wants to see you do great in life and that is God using that person to take you because you know what sometimes your strength is in your weaknesses mm. and if you do not use your weaknesses and push make it into your strength you will not know and if your friends are not encouraging you, want you to be better people, imagine you have a friend for 10 years and they've never encouraged you to be great. Mm. That's not a friend. That's somebody that's holding you back. So, Shoei, everything you said is on point because Noah, for example, yeah, he was obedient. But let's be honest, yeah, it must have been the hardest thing ever to be obedient. If God is telling you, oh, my God, there will be a flood, da, 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 build like a big ship, of course you'll think, God, is this... God speaking to me, like, am I going crazy? Because really and truly, it's a crazy thing to actually think, you know what, I need to build a ship and collect every animal. Like, it's crazy, isn't it? It's, it's a crazy thing. And you know it's God as well. I know it sounds crazy, but you know it's God. Exactly. Because God went into detail and gave yeah. him exactly measurements. Guys, exactly. God went into details and gave Noah exact measurements of yeah. every equipment that he would need for this. Come on, is God going to tell you, oh, just go to this place and not give you direct instructions. It's true. He and will give instructions. It's true. And God will make sure that you are uncomfortable. I remember the other day I was hearing a preaching and if it's from God, it will make you feel very uncomfortable. Very. You aren't supposed to be comfortable in every situation. How are you supposed to grow if you're comfortable? How are, like, why are you doing things in your life, yeah, that is not helping you to grow? You will always be in the same place if everything in which you do is comfortable. And what's crazy as well, yeah, is no one must have had people around him trying to like discourage him and tell him, you know what, this is wrong, you're acting crazy. He must have lost a lot of friends mm. as a consequence of that. So sometimes for you to be obedient, 
You need to lose friends. You need to lose people in your life that's not uplifting you and enabling you to go from glory to glory. Like a lot of our friends, yeah, they are a reflection of us as well. Like who who around you, yeah, is a person who you're proud to say, you know what, this is my friend. Is a person who you're proud to like say, you know what, this person is someone who I want in my life forever. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, a lot of you will be counting on your hands. You'll yeah. be counting on your hands. Who is in my life, yeah, who's helping me to be obedient, who's helping me to um, follow God, who's helping me to achieve all my goals. It is rare to have friends like this, but it's important to have godly people around you. Like my um sister and I were speaking the other day and it's important to pray and ask God, God, put the right people in my life because of course we cannot do everything by ourselves. We need to have the right people around us. In the Bible it says, where two or more are gathered, that is where God is. That is where the Holy Spirit is. So you need to be asking God, God, who do I need in my life here to help me to be more to be more obedient to you? Because even as Tash um, was explaining, sometimes when we have friends who are doing things, it will encourage us also to, you know, take that step. Understand? But if we have um, friends who are lazy, who um, in their mouth, all they talk about is man. Like, who wants that? I'm sorry. How am I supposed to grow? if all we talk about is guys I beg come on now Abraham's faith was tied to his obedience so if he didn't obey he wouldn't have gone where he was supposed to go he wouldn't have gone where he was told to go our faith is tied to our obedience so if you can't be obedient it's going to be hard for you to have faith you know Abraham left his family he was told to go where he did not know where he was going but because of his faith in God he trusted the journey that God was taking him he received a promise at 75 years old and because he had faith and obedience in God it came to pass when he was 99 years old it does doesn't matter how long that journey takes you just need to hold on to that promise that God has given you just hold on to those instructions and continue to be obedient because he was still obedient Abraham was still obedient when God even said to him you know what give your son as a sacrifice his only son that God promised him he was ready to give it as a sacrifice because he understood that you know what God gave me this son of mine so even if God told me to do this thing I'm ready to do it because I know that he can do all things because the Bible tells you that God can do all things Things, yeah so in verse 17 in Hebrews 11 it says by faith Abraham when he was tested offered up Isaac and he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son so although he received the promise he was still ready to be like you know what God take my child you said I should offer him as a sacrifice here he is you need to understand guys that in life for you to be able to walk this journey with God you need to learn to give up yourself as a sacrifice, to deny yourself from certain things. When Christians go into fasting, we're denying ourselves of the flesh. We're denying the flesh so we can able to walk more in spirit and in line ourselves with the connection of God. Listen, my um, partner is always saying, man shall not live by bread alone. Come on now. How can we rely on things that are like worldly things? Of course, yeah, food is important, but the most important thing here is the word of God. And obviously the word of God like feeds our spirit and helps us to be obedient and helps us to um, follow his word. Now, um, just to summarize everything from episode one and two, um, obedience is not the easiest thing. You know, it takes time. It takes prayer. It takes really having a fruitful relationship with God, but it's doable. It's not easy, but it's worth it because God always has your best interest at heart. He knows what's best for you. You just need to trust and believe in him and, you know, do what he's telling you to do and allow him to work in your life. I'll just also leave it as this here. Faith is 
confidence in God's promises. Despite the situations, despite the circumstances or the consequences that you're going through, in life of faithfulness, you need to just be obedient and just say, you know what? Just your mother and your father grew you to obey. That applies. Listen, guys, obedient applies to every aspect of your life. So with God, it should not be any different. So I just wanted to tell you guys about my testimony, just a quick one about me being obedient. So what happened was, this was at the beginning before I went to college. I said to myself that if I get the opportunity to go to college and study to go and do child nursing, I'll take that opportunity. Now one day I'm just searching the internet about courses and the college that I went to when I finished school, they were doing health access course so what i did then i did a bit more research and i found out that this course was free this course was free from age 19 to 20 up until 23 i was like boom i fit that category you know i fit the category and i was like you know what let me pray about it let me let me go and ask god because i needed guidance because remember i have a child i take him to school and i pick him up from school so 2018 I went to college, I finished, got all the grades that I needed to go to uni. Then I applied for uni. They give you about four or five choices and all of them responded to accept me. I just needed to go to interviews. And in February, I went to Coventry interview. I went to the Montford and the Nottingham one. The only thing was, I didn't want to go to anywhere else apart from Coventry. My heart was just set on Coventry. so. I was dependent on Coventry because I live here it's more easy for me to go to lessons I have my son and his school is nowhere near the uni but it would be better for me to stay in Coventry so months gone past now I was waiting to be waiting to see I've got accepted at Coventry uni I did get accepted it's now April and in my head I was like I don't want to go nowhere else why should I be going somewhere forever than where I live? Because there's no point me going somewhere else if it's going to cost me money, it's going to take up more of my time. And I don't like waking up early. I don't know about you guys. I don't like waking up early. So that was just like, oh, what am I supposed to do? So this whole time I'm going to church, I'm talking to my pastor about it. And he was just basically telling me, listen, trust God, because the Bible told us many times that, you know, God knows what's best for you. He's already planned your future. And you need to just allow God to do what he's already planned for you. And I was like, okay. And I was like, but the universities all came back to me. I didn't get into Coventry. I got into the other three. I was just waiting for Birmingham, but I didn't want to go there. So I was not looking to even attend interviews. I didn't go to the open day. I didn't go do anything regarding Birmingham City Uni because, like I said, I wanted to stay in Coventry where I was near to my house. And I still wanted to pick my son up from school. I, listen, I didn't want to go anywhere else. So April came now and I was like, Tashoy, what are you doing? You know God wants you to go to Birmingham to the interview. And you're longing it out. It's now April and time is going. You don't want to go and then there's no more spaces. So the end of April now is like, you know what? what can go wrong because this was my only last option because the other three universities that accepted me they didn't give me the course that i wanted i applied for child nursing they were giving me health and social care 
other one was giving me psychology um the other one was giving me adult nursing and i was just like okay this cannot go wrong so the next day i sent an email and i basically told them that i couldn't log into my email and i missed the interviews is there any way i'm able to get another one and they were saying nothing i didn't get a response so this is in the morning so i took my son to school and i take him to school at eight o'clock in the morning the time i got back home it was at 10 o'clock and i'm just there in my house cleaning and an hour later they sent me an email to say we're so happy that you still decided to take up the opportunity and come into Birmingham City University you have to hurry because there's only one place left for interview and I said god if this is not you why was I not listening to you from February when you were telling me to go to the interviews I was not trying to listen to god at that time but when they said the last interview left I knew that god was working in my favor and I was just like I should just been obedient from the beginning that I would have not been there running around trying to find information to go to this interview. So they sent me things that I needed to send over through email and they wanted the documents there and then. As soon as they sent me the email, they said, listen, you need to hurry up and get the information sent back to us because there's one place left for interview and we can't guarantee that you're gonna get it. So as soon as I saw that email, boy, I left my house, I went to the computer shop, I downloaded and I printed off everything that I needed to send back to these uh, people so I can get the interview. So as soon as I get in, I sent documents, you know, um, IDs and um, I sent addresses of past addresses I've been living at. And as soon as I sent that over, I was just there stressing. I was stressing. I was worrying. I was like, oh, what if I don't get in? What if the what if the last place is gone? And then something just hit me in my spirit. It was like, don't worry. Don't worry. I've already sorted it out for you. If you were able to get this one email that's telling you that you got one place left for the interview then it must be for you god do things in mysterious ways so i waited and waited it was time now to go get myself from school i didn't hear nothing back and i was like you know what to show it trust god just don't worry about it so i went to get myself from school i came home the time i come home it was at 4 30 and an email came in on my phone because i didn't have internet so as soon as i came in the house boop, email I looked at that email boy and they were telling me, listen, they were basically explaining to me that you've got the last interview, congratulations. We're so happy that you are able to take this journey and we can't wait to meet you. Listen, the way I went down on my knees, I was like, God, thank you so much. I will never be disobedient again because there were signs where he was telling me to go and go to this interview from February, guys. This is now end of April. The interview was May, the middle of May. So... Listen, I went to this interview, yeah, and when I tell you, God God was working, and if I was just obedient, I wouldn't have gone through all that stress. So I got to the university, and I've done everything that they wanted me to do. I went there, and I sat down. Now, everybody else is being called, and I'm just there waiting. I'm just like, okay, what's going on? Bear in mind, I was the only black girl. I'm not even lying to you guys. I was the only black girl there. I saw this as like something was just like you're just you're just you're the special one you are the special one you might be the only black girl but you're gonna stand out more than the rest that's what something was telling me and I was just like something was just saying you know what trust God it's gonna be a long day but just be patient and wait I'm all right with patience I can wait 
But when you see people coming in, calling everyone else's name, and I'm just like, hold on, my surname is B. My surname is B. So all these people are being called, and I'm like, okay, they should have been calling people from alphabetical order, but they didn't. So I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. It's now 2.30 and I'm like, oh my days. I've been, I left my house at seven to come to this interview. It's now three o'clock. I was like, rah, what is this? Why am I still here? I was just sitting there and I was like, you know what, to share weights, read a magazine, read something. And then they had um, these booklets and um, posters on the wall. I was, something was like, to share, just read that. It might help you in the interview and I was like you know what God it was still preparing me for that interview because I was not ready I was not ready it was showing me the core principles of the nursing course it was showing me everything that I needed to know for when I went inside and I sat there now I'm the last person in that room I was like yeah they left the best for last that's what I kept telling myself because if I was not telling myself that boy I would have been doubting that whole time I was sitting there and I was like God I'm there I'm left for last for a reason and I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna I'm gonna do well in that interview. I had to talk positive to myself because I was the, like I said, I was the only one in that room now by myself. And I watched everybody go in and out and I was like, you know what? I'm getting through this course. As I said, I was still waiting. It's now four o'clock. I've gone into the interview now. I was like, okay, let me take my time and talk to them. If I don't understand the question, I will tell them to repeat it. And I just sat there, did the interview, I left. Now two months went by, I didn't hear nothing. Three months went by, I didn't hear nothing. Four months went by, I didn't hear nothing. I was like, what is going on? So I was like, you know what, to show you, if you can be patient and wait to the end. When I told you, there was like 40-something people that they waited for interviews. If I could wait for that long, till about 4 o'clock, 4.30, to get into that interview, I can wait to receive my feedback to see if I got in. So during that whole time now, I'm still going to church, and all I kept receiving from the message was, trust God, just trust God, listen to god and i just kept saying to myself to show if you listen to god earlier you see this waiting period it wouldn't have been needed at all because all i had to do was that day when they sent me an email to say i got accepted there and then i should have just said you know what let me go to the interview let me go to open day and boom i would have been sorted but because i wasn't trying to listen to god i thought i could just plan my life god didn't want me to go to coventry uni for a reason he wanted me to go to birmingham city university now that wasn't my choice. And this is the thing I realized, yeah, when your heart is set on something and you know it's not where you're supposed to go or where you're supposed to be, just don't go. Just don't do it. If your gut feeling is telling you to do something else and you see there's signs around you, just follow the signs. Follow the signs and leave what you need to leave behind because what I've understood as well, where you're going, not everyone is going to go with you. Do you understand? So I was like, okay, let me wait. Six months later, they sent me a... Um, an email and they basically told me listen you were accepted for child nursing and that's how i knew this it was god yeah because like i said all the other universities they gave me the course that i did not want why am i applying for child nursing you're giving me adult nursing why am i applying for child nursing you're giving me health and social care you're giving me different course that i did not apply for this is when i said okay god did not want me to go to these places because clearly it's not what i want to do i wanted to do child nursing and this university was the only uni giving me what I wanted. And I was like, God, thank you. I know I wasn't obedient at the beginning, but in the end, I still did it. In the end, I still listened to you and I still went through with it. So that's my testimony. And it might not be big to you guys, but when I tell you it's big to me, because after having a child, 
I didn't think that I was gonna go back into university. I said to myself, when he's at an age where he's going to school full time, I'm and I get the opportunity to go, I'm gonna take it. And that's what I did. If I just listened to God at the beginning, if I was just obedient and be like, you know what, God, just guide me, just lead me, and and I'll and I'll just take the steps that you've given me. Like life would have been much better, much more better. So that's my testimony, guys. Thank you so much to show for your incredible testimony and you know what it just like shows us that what we need to understand is that sometimes we make our plans but these plans are not what God intends for us and these plans are not what is best for us. If Tashoy went to um, university in Coventry would she have had the opportunities that God had in store for her? Would she have met the right people? Because obviously sometimes in life the people in which we meet are there to help us along the way so would she have had that encouragement and that support um, at Coventry. So in John 2.10 it says everyone else serves the best wine first and after the guests have drunk a lot he serves the ordinary wine but you have kept the best wine until now he says. So what we need to understand is that for us yeah we always think that expense is quality. No expense is not quality and what I may think is an amazing wine may not be what you think is an amazing wine so what I'm trying to explain to you is that what she may have seen as you know what Coventry is a, a good uni da, 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 but was that really the best uni for her God was aware that you know what this isn't the best one for her and she probably would not have done as well being so close to home and having to you know focus on everything else but obviously in Birmingham it's further away so she's able to focus on what she has to do in Birmingham and not have to you know come out of class to do this and that it's just really important to understand that sometimes our own desires are not what we need to put forth sometimes just trust in God and see that you know what even though I can't see his vision for me he knows what's best and he's able to see everything and I remember one time I was actually um playing this um, preaching and the pastor said when we're driving on a road we can only see what's in front of us we can't see everything we can't see what's at the start at the end around the corner we cannot see these things but God he can see everything and he made everything in, in the way that he intended because he can see the start and the end so why are we not trusting someone who can see the start and the end I just thought you know what this could help a person out there who thinks that they know what is best when they don't be obedient also um when i was going through all of that yeah i realized that i was planning my own way and everything was in my heart like my heart was set on this particular thing because i believe that that is where i needed to be mm. and the bible says in proverbs 16 verse 9 a man's heart plans his way but the lord directs his steps now, when God is directing your steps, it's so important for you to be obedient. When God is directing your steps, it's so important that you don't let the things that's built up in your heart stop you from God directing your path. Right, guys, just to um, summarise everything, thank you guys for tuning in. This is our sixth episode, guys. Woo! We have come, come on, we've come Woo! so far. Yes, Yeah, Lord. and it's only because we have put God at the forefront of everything. and uh, We've had the support of our friends and family, and we've had the right people around us. Like, come on, having the right 
people around you is key. Yeah. It is key to helping you grow as well in your faith mm-hmm. and it's key to help you be obedient. So I hope that this episode has pierced your heart and allowed you to, you know, really understand about obedience. But even if it's not about obedience, that's also okay. Just as long as you've taken something away from this podcast. Um, furthermore, right, an example would be sometimes in church, yeah, when pastors preaching to you or anytime online or whatever and you're watching a preaching it may be clear to one person what this preaching is about but to a different person they have got a whole new perspective than you have so it's not even about that like sometimes god will tell you what you need to hear from this podcast what you need to hear is not about what um um he has from it or what you've got from it or what i've got from it no it's about what you've got from it what you got from yeah it. <laughs> sorry <laughs> So come on now. So yeah, if you guys do have a testimony, please let us know. If it's about obedience, let us know. Because sometimes, again, like in um last week's episode on obedience, I had my own example of obedience. My my sister has her own example as well of, of obedience. So whatever you've experienced, it's, it's all valid and it's all important. So yeah, join us next week on our next episode. We aren't aware of what is on yet because you know what we are led by the holy spirit hallelujah he speaks to us every day yes, and he tells Lord. us what to do God. so again listen out for god when he's telling you to do something um and yeah be happy enjoy life and guys please remember his word is god's word hey his word is god's word god his word is god his, oh. his,